Hi, I'm Dan, and I want to welcome you to Church Online. If it's your first time, please take a minute and fill out a quick guest link on our website after the broadcast. We would love to connect with you, no matter where you're watching from. You can also give online by going to lifechurchutah.com or by texting LCGIVE to 95577 at any time during this morning's service. Once again, thank you for making Life Church Online a part of your weekend. For more information, visit us at lifechurchutah.com. Today, we're going to follow along with our theme for the month of May, which is the Holy Spirit filled. And we're talking here about the importance today of how important this is for women to understand that the Holy Spirit is wanting to have an effect in our life to make a difference. Uh, because it kind of depends on who you are, whether how you came into today to celebrate Mother's Day, to be a part of a service that's celebrating Mother's Day, uh, whether you are coming in joyful, proud, you know, feeling so blessed, or maybe you're having some complications with the whole celebration. Maybe you're hurting, you're feeling wanting. But whatever it may be, what we're wanting to do is to understand the Holy Spirit is wanting to powerfully work in our lives so that we become women that others will follow because that is the, the highest possible calling that we can have as women in life today. I want us to read some powerful verses from the New Living Translation in the book of Ephesians, first of all. Ever since I first heard of your strong faith in the Lord you and your love for God's people everywhere, I have not stopped thanking God for you. I pray for you constantly, asking God, the glorious Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, to give you spiritual wisdom and insight so that you might grow in your knowledge of God. I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light so that you can understand the confident hope he has given to those he called his holy people who are his rich and glorious inheritance. I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe him. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realms. Now he is far above any ruler or authority or power or leader or anything else, not only in this world, but also in the world to come. I wanted us also to look at just a portion of that in, from the message, picking up where it says, to make you intelligent and discerning in knowing him personally, your eyes focused and clear so that you can see exactly what it is he is calling you to do. Grasp the immensity of his glorious way of life he has for his followers. Oh, the utter extravagance of his work in us who trust him. Endless energy, boundless strength. That's the power of the Holy Spirit that is ever-present, ready to empower us, ready to point others to Jesus Christ and to his work in our lives. So in thinking about this whole topic of how the Holy Spirit affects us, I wanted us to look at a couple of ways that I believe 
that the effect of the Holy Spirit is to help us, number one, to walk with purpose. Starting with who we are, God moves into our very existence, and with the power of the Holy Spirit, he helps us to go above and beyond whatever we could have accomplished by ourselves. That is so exciting because it is a, a fulfillment of one of our basic desires as human beings, and that is that our life really matters. Purpose is a sense, a person's sense of resolve or determination. For example, in function or role or in conviction or intention. And it's, uh, it's that sense of determination to live out our role, to live out our conviction, to live out the function that we need to. The Bible shares very openly a lot of people throughout the scriptures that have, uh, they chose to live their lives not living their lives for the power of, with the power of the Holy Spirit and not with a sense of purpose in their life. And so we, we see their lives in the Bible and it gives us an example to show us how lives like that are a waste because they're not living up to the potential of what they were created to be. But the, fortunately, God also gives us amazing examples throughout the scriptures of people, men and women, that are choosing to live lives that have a resolve, that have a sense of purpose, that have a reason for being, filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, giving their life great purpose. And I'm going to be talking about women today, so we're going to be looking at, first of all, a woman who is listed with her husband uh, many times, and her name is Priscilla. Priscilla, you find her in the book of Acts and in Romans and 1 Corinthians and 2 Timothy. And Priscilla and Aquila were a couple that had been driven out of Rome as refugees, and they were in Corinth. They were tent makers, and when Paul went to Corinth to plan to work there, um, he was also a tent maker, so he was with uh, the Priscilla and Aquila in their business, working with them, and can you imagine how exciting it would have been to have been with him who, who he considered was considered to be like the Hebrew of Hebrews. I mean, he, was, he knew the scripture so well, inside and out. He knew it so well and how it all tied together, and he had studied it all his life. To be with someone that was so well studied that was also empowered with the Holy Spirit so that he was now working amazing things with God's help. And Priscilla, or Prisca, as she is called in some ways, uh, was very involved in teaching and in, in investing her lives and influencing others. This makes it so exciting because at a time, this is in a time when women were not considered to be uh, able to be educated or able to be used in a lot of ways like this. But throughout their ministry adventures together with Paul as they traveled from different areas, whether they were in Corinth or Rome or uh, Ephesus, or back to Corinth again, um, that they were always actively sharing their faith. In fact, many times their home was opened up to be a house church for them to start a new work. 
and they, they, they spoke freely about how to live for Christ. In fact, when, a, when they heard Apollos, who was at that particular time and current in that, in that time, uh, was, would have been kind of intimidating because he was just a uh, very dynamic, charismatic teacher. He was considered one of the greatest speakers at the time. When they listened to him and heard that he had, had, he had some definite gaps in his understanding about the uh, life of Christ and the work of Christ, that he was then, uh, that they used, uh, I mean, they used their giftings to then speak with him, share with them about how he could, could teach the gospel more completely. And because he was teachable then, he was able to use what he learned to be able to, to in the, some of the debates later on in his ministry. This was at a time in history that there was great persecution. It would have been so much easier to just be frozen with fear and to not get involved and do things. Lives were literally torn apart during this time. In fact, Priscilla and Aquila did uh, experience martyrdom that we see in traditional Christian history. But yet, in spite of that, Priscilla wasn't this domineering woman that had to just talk a lot. But she was a woman that has, was empowered by the Holy Spirit and wisdom to be able to share Christ in a way that lives could be changed. With that, I just want us to remember that that is what the Holy Spirit makes available to any believer today. Any believer. Um, you know, as you look at... Um, just what was going on in her life, all that she chose to do and how she chose to live for God, we can see that she was a woman that, was, that other women could follow, that people could follow her. And I just, you know, I want us to understand that that's what one of the greatest purposes we can have in our walk with Christ is to be a people that others are wanting to follow. I'm so thankful for our many Priscillas here at Life Church. When I've been in the ministry here as our women's director for a number of years, it's been thrilling to see lives change and grow in so many ways, in touching lives. And just some of the ministries that we have are like the Operation Underground Rescue and the, the Lost and Found teams that focus on human traffic, trafficking. We have a newer team that's kind of been bubbling up here more recently of uh, reaching out to women that are getting out of prison and helping them and their families to get through that transition. We have a team that bless the homeless and hospice at in between. What an amazing opportunity to share Christ and to give a sense of hope. Um, we also have, like I said, with one a week, we have women all across this congregation that give and for this one a week project so that we can equip our missionaries around the world. We have leading women here that study and do Bible studies and teach other women. We have women that have raised up in leadership that are willing to study and prepare to be mentors to our girls every Wednesday night. It's just amazing. And, of course, we have a lot of financial ways that we touch lives. We've been able to help orphanages 
and schools and hospitals and relief aid around the world, and that's just in women's life. There are so many other ways that, that people are being involved in ministry here at Life Church, touching lives, teaching, encouraging, giving a sense of hope and life. And that's what, it's, what the Holy Spirit does, is it builds a sense of life and hope and purpose within us so that we can share it with others that are so in need, so in need. Like, for example, for example on the, in the workplace, my husband and I were at a grocery store recently, and we were talking with a young man who was helping us there, and in talking with him, it was obvious that he had a, a mental handicap. And he was just very chatty, and we were talking with him for quite a while. It was really sweet. And, and we, we stopped him and asked him if he knew our friend who also worked in that area. And he said, oh, yes, I just love her. She is my favorite person to work with. She is the bomb. I just love her, you know. And we found out that um, she was a real encourager to him that there were others that maybe were a little unkind, but she was always saying, you can do this. I'm going to help you. We're going to do this. We're going to get it done. And I'm just so proud of her. Another one was one of our leaders who's working with the uh, Lost and Found Ministry. A few months ago, we were talking about how, you know, it gets kind of tough being in that kind of ministry, working with the girls on the street and trying to be an encouragement and trying to be a help to them. And she was telling me how, you know, she wasn't sure that she was really accomplishing anything. She wasn't sure that it was really, she was really even any help to them. But just recently, she sent me uh, a little, a picture of an award that she received at a banquet that she went to, where city leaders gave her this, this special plaque that honored her for her generous time and support and her inspiration in her community outreach. Just so proud of her. You know, that is what it's all about, to let the Holy Spirit do a work in our lives to make us so alive so that when we walk out into our world, when we walk into our workplace, we're able to have relationships and build relationships that come to know Christ and understand that there is a sense of hope. There is life available for all of us. You know, uh, of when we're able to walk into our, our life situations and be able to, to look at our boss and give him honor. We're able to look at those maybe that work for us and give him honor. You know, we're able to do that. We're able to look at family members or our peers in some way or another and give him honor because of the power of the life that the Holy Spirit gives us, helps us to do that. Because when we do that, we're being men and women that others want to follow. Another thought about the how the Holy Spirit works in us is to leave a legacy. Simply, legacy means being passed on to another generation. And although it's important in, about our children, we're wanting to pass on to our children and grandchildren because that's our job as parents to do that. That's our job. But there are also so many around us that God wants to help us to leave a godly legacy with that will make a difference in their life and help them grow. Matthew 25, God gives us an account that shares his 
opinion about what we do with our lives. And he talks about a master that entrusted his three servants with different amounts of money according to their abilities. And the first two invest what they received, and they, they doubled the money. However, the third person, for whatever reason he may have had, he hid the money and then just gave back just that same amount and gave nothing with it. The master was angry, and he took that and gave it to the more faithful servants. The picture here that, that God wants us to understand is that we are all given different amounts. And we're not um, able to choose how much God gives us, but we're simply to be stewards of what he does give us. We don't choose the talents and abilities that we have. We're not able to do that. But we are to use them. Just hanging on to life and hoping that we don't lose everything is not acceptable with God. He wants us to experience so much more. And we're only able to do that by choosing to build a life that leaves a legacy for others. So every day there are people all around us. And Paul writes in his last letter before he's martyred in 2 Timothy, he mentions two women just very briefly, but yet really in an exciting little nugget of truth that they created a legacy for the life of Timothy. Their name is Lois and Eunice. 2 Timothy 1.5 says, where Paul is talking to Timothy, and he says, I have been reminded of your sincere faith, which first lived in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice, and am persuaded, now lives also in you. We find in Acts 16 that Eunice, Timothy's mother, was a Jewish woman who was a believer, but her husband was a Greek. In, in other words, that Timothy came from a home where the father was not a spiritual leader, was not a, a leader in building his spiritual life. But when we look at 2 Timothy 3.15, Paul says he understands that Timothy has known the scriptures since his, his infancy. And this is a great way to just begin to honor these two women because... I mean, this is a tribute to them as this, this mother and this grandmother because, you know, working with children, you do a lot of just teaching them rote, just teaching them whatever you can, but the, the crossing it over to not just teaching what they need to memorize, but then teaching them also how it applies to their life so they understand why the word is so important in our life is really a powerful tool that this mom and grandma did in Timothy's life. And it makes us think about how, you know, Paul saw something in Timothy in that he had grown up knowing the word. He, under, he read it, he learned all there was about it in such a way that not only did he have the word, but then when the power of the Holy Spirit was entered into his life, then his life was also filled with great wisdom. And this was a young man that was 
who knew and studied the word, but he also was powerfully moved in wisdom with the power of the Holy Spirit, so much so that Paul saw him and said, this is the guy for the church at Ephesus. Ephesus was a very, very difficult city because it was a city that was filled with all kinds of gods. And Paul looked at Timothy and said, with this young man's wisdom and zeal and from the Holy Spirit, he was going to be effective in touching that city for Christ. And it was a powerful church that was raised up there. This was just a simple recognition that Paul made of these two women, this mom and this grandma. But it was so wonderful and so profound because it gives us hope that no matter who we are, where we are in life, God can use us to make a difference in people's lives. This makes us think about how God is giving us people every single day to work with. We can get caught up in the circumstances of life that I know can get in your face and just dare you to believe that you can rise above the chaos. But the power of the Holy Spirit will help you rise above in such a way that you are able you are enabled by him. You are empowered by him as he comes alongside you and walks with you, giving you hope and strength and wisdom, and that then you can make the difference in people around you. And it all boils down to we have to live not just for today, not just getting by with all the drama that's going on in our life or the emotions that we feel. Instead, it's so important that we truly want to leave a godly legacy in the lives, in the seeds of those that we touch. And one of the most beneficial ways we can do that is when we are going through difficult times. When we are facing some of the hardest times in our own life, that God can use us to be an example of someone that other people can follow because they see the hope and the life that you still have in spite of what you're going through. Whenever I think of the hard drama of life and how bad it can be sometimes, and yet how faithful the Holy Spirit is to help us through those times, I think of a story that was first shared with Focus on the Family a number of years ago. And it's been one that I've went back to many times because it challenges my heart to think about, am I really being the example? Am I really being a person that is not so caught up in myself and my own problems that I can't see the need in someone else? Or I don't want to take the time, make the effort. And in that story... It's a, that gives an example of a mom who had to rise above probably one of the hardest things that a mom has, would have to go through. It's a story about a five-year-old African-American boy who will never be forgotten by those who knew him because his mama prepared his little heart. A nurse named Grace took care of this little boy during the latter days of his life. He was dying of lung cancer, which is a terrifying disease in its final stages. The lungs fill with fluid and the patient is unable to breathe. It is terribly claustrophobic, especially for a small child. 
This little boy had a Christian mother who loved him and stayed with him through these days of ordeal. She cradled him on, his, on her lap and softly talked to him about the Lord. She prayed over him. This mother was also very aware that she needed to prepare her son for the final hours. Should that be the step that takes place to give him the ultimate healing? Gracie, the nurse, entered his room that day as death was approaching, and she heard the little guy talking about hearing bells. The bells are ringing, Mommy, he said. I can hear them. Gracie thought he was hallucinating because he was already slipping away. She left and returned a few minutes later and again heard him talking about the bells ringing. The nurse said to the mother, I'm sure you know that your baby is hearing things that aren't really there. He's hallucinating because of the sickness. That mother pulled her little boy up closer to her chest and smiled and said, No, Miss Grace, he's not hallucinating. I told him when he was most frightened, when he couldn't breathe, if he would listen really careful, he'd hear the bells of heaven ringing for him. And that's what he's been talking about all day. That precious little child stepped into the presence of God within a few hours. And it just makes you really sober with the thought of this mom was going through probably the worst experience she had ever had. But her main thought was for that little boy and preparing his little heart to not be afraid because there is hope in Jesus. There is hope in the greatest trouble that we can have. That is what is called letting the Holy Spirit make you effective in a life for eternity. You may not be faced with a situation today that's that severe. But then again, maybe you are. I encourage you to let the Holy Spirit help your focus stay clear. To build up a godly legacy in those people around you that see you going through what you're going through. And you'll be amazed at the strength that the Holy Spirit can give. The supernatural effect that the Holy Spirit wants to fill you with is available today. He can make a difference in how you face this week. Thinking back to that port, one small portion of that scripture in Ephesians again, where it said, grasp the immensity of this glorious way of life he has for his followers. Oh, the utter extravagance of his work in us who trust him. Those are powerful words. Those are words that can take you through, that can build up the hope in your life, can change your way of thinking so that you can face another day. It can give you the hope that you need so that you can give it to others as well that desperately need hope in this hurting world. The Holy Spirit wants to be affecting our life with a sense of focus in our purpose and what God is calling to do us to do. 
He wants to also help us to have a godly legacy in not only our own family, but in every life that we touch. That means the people that we work with. That means if you're going out for lunch today, the person that waits on you is worthy of honor and is worthy of the light that you have. If you let him help you build a legacy with your life to pass on to the generations around you, it'll be beyond your greatest dreams, I promise you. It'll be more than you could have ever imagined that you could do. And it all begins with saying, God, I absolutely want all that you have for me today. I want you to so fill my life that my life is different and I become a person that others want to follow. Amen. I want us to just, in ending the service today, I want my husband to come up to, to pray over us, but I want, if you would stand with me, please, because I believe God is speaking to hearts this morning. You are going through situations that are so painful, and you've thought, maybe you're even here saying, I am, God, I'm giving you one more chance to give me some hope. I want you to know the Holy Spirit is here to give you hope. If you are here and you have loved ones that are going through desperate times, let the Holy Spirit powerfully fill your life so that you can touch them and make a difference and see the glory of God at work because he wants to do that today in you. Amen, amen. Don't you appreciate those great words today? This is Pastor Eric. Thanks so much for checking out our Life Church podcast. We pray that it's a blessing to you. For more information about Life Church, check us out at lifechurchutah.com.